Welcome to the Kingdom Advancing Ministries podcast. My name is Pastor Virgil Lofty, better known to some of you and a lot of you as Pastor V. And I'm Prophetess Tanya Lofty, and we are so happy that you're here. Here at TCAM, it is our mission to bridge the gap between the church and the community. As we prepare to celebrate God's faithfulness to us and the official launch of a location, you can join us live online for communion and Bible study. And of course, make sure you subscribe to listen to the replay of those messages right here on the podcast. On behalf of myself, Pastor V. And me, Prophetess Tanya. And the entire TCAM family. We want to say thank you. God bless you for tuning in and being a part of the podcast We pray that this message and these messages will be a blessing to you and will allow you and help you advance the kingdom of God. Amen. So be blessed by what you hear. And listen, the Bible tells us to not just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer of the word also. to know that am I welcome in the presence of his people to do what he always does and that's to release what's already here. We got that big old sign on that big old wall as you walk through the big old doors to say welcome. Get ready to worship. Not that we may be glorified. That he may be glorified. Why? So he can show up and do what he wants to do when he wants to do it. See, you don't get the experience of full being virtual. Now, the power of God is available here and there. But there's a collective move of the spirit when we come together and we're all on one accord. That's why we always say, come in and be ready to worship God. That's why that sign is up there when you guys come getting ready to worship. It's not up there because we got the graphic or we got the media department having nothing else to do but figure out what to do. We set the atmosphere for God to do the impossible in your impossible situation. We want your impossible to become possible with God. And it only happens when you participate. You can't come in here and sit on your, well, you can't. I'm not going to tell you what you can't do. It doesn't benefit you to come in and sit down on your hands. Sit on your praise. Sit on your worship. Sit on your wallet or your purse. When the spirit, when you come into the presence to get you moving in the spirit and in the prayer. Now, yo, I'm not, we're not talking, I'm not talking about your money and your wallet to get you moving in the spirit. But what I am saying, you got to release yourself. Amen. Yeah, a lot of y'all are so stuffed that your heart is not set to worship. You're not grateful enough. Has he not done anything? praiseworthy in your life? That's a question for you to answer. I don't know. But I can say, if you see me and I see you, we looking at each other, he woke, he woke you up this morning. She told us that. 
You made it here safe. The angels kept you. That ain't praiseworthy enough for you? Okay, I get it, I get it, I get it. Somebody wants to, they want to see the sky crack. And him drop a house out of the sky. Okay, I want the house right over there. And I want that property right there, Lord. Put it right now, slight to the, to the right. That's the Lord. Y'all think about dropping houses out of the sky? How delusional are you? God ain't dropping no cars out of the sky. He ain't dropping no houses. No. What the house that you have is already here. Whether it's built or not, it's already here for you. <clears throat> Why do you say house casualty? Because people attach themselves to things. And not to, to, not to the creator of all things. Amen? Amen. Yeah, yeah. We want to be grateful and we want to attach ourselves to the creator who creates everything. If brand new mercies exist for us, why are we waking up with the same old troubles that we had when we laid down the night before? Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. yeah. If you're grateful, you get worried. You worried about a job or a task on your job that, that that was there the night before. You worried about it the next morning. When He gave you great mercies and new mercies every morning that when you wake, when I wake up, God, I thank you. That what I didn't have the ability or the capacity to do it yesterday, I'll thank you that you made it available for me today. Amen. I'm stronger, I'm smarter, I'm wiser than I was yesterday. Amen. But you wake up, wake, make, you wake up getting and expecting the same old, same old. Amen. Amen. We have to be grateful. We have to change our hearts to be a grateful people. Amen. Amen. Turn your Bible to Psalms 34. Psalms 34. Y'all there? Yeah. Yes. Amen. I know y'all said, but Pastor, you didn't pray. Hey, listen, the word is already been blessed. Amen. 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 The ground is already set. Amen. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your life is already changing. Amen. 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 I'm telling you. You got to, you got to, listen, you got to set yourself. Cause see, I need that. I I have the wonderful job of being pastor and DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Praise <and> worship. <laughs> <laughs> that's this job. That's yeah. this job. I get it. But I am her. I am. I am standing in her state today. <laughs> I am the praise and worship leader on today. <laughs> and preacher and teacher. <laughs> but yeah. I, but sometimes I, I that well not sometimes. I have that, that job at the and and, and, and Billy, um, um, when Billy's not up here, I get an opportunity to do it. Yeah. Because I hear God moving. And when I hear God moving, or in a, and there's a sense in my, I have to, I flow with God, amen? amen. Yeah, I have to. Because I want to make sure we get the best of what God has going amen. on. Amen. amen. So like this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <in> my spirit. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I know, I see y'all up there like, huh? Come on up. If you come on up, I'm going to bring you down. Woo! You got to come on up, though. Like 
change yeah. in your life, you got to do something you ain't used to doing, which is this. <laughs>
in my development in God, my praise got relaxed. My praise got comfortable. My praise became cool. It became calculated. See, y'all don't want to go where I go. You preach. Y'all ain't ready to be honest with yourselves. Your praise becomes calculated. You move when others move. But the revelation of what God has been and always been to you doesn't quite sink in like it did when you had nothing. Yeah, yeah. I speak to me. I don't know about you. You that you deal with you. But I know in my knowing that a lot of people who say they love God act the same way when it comes to being grateful to God. That our gratitude is situational. And I thank God that when I was in my lowest, my praise was at, was at its highest. And as I started moving, my praise got a little higher, but then it peaked out. <clears throat> When I thought I reached where I needed to be, it tapered off because I got into the cool state. God know I love you. That's good enough. My feet didn't get happy as they used to. They like people like, does it take all that? Does it not take all that? That's it right there. Because when your revelation hits it, you don't get to judge what it takes for me. It may not be that serious for you, but it's always that serious for me. Stop letting people put a cap on how hard and how, how, how much you praise God. <laughs> you don't know like I know what he's done and who he's been to me. What I have to go home to every day. You don't know what that devil in there is doing that I got to praise God as before I enter into that gate. See, I got to shout because when I walk in that house, I got to be geared and girded up with the presence of God. That all the fiery mouths that come at me, your, that your love is different from the love that I experience in the house, God. So I got to give you praise. The love that I experience on the job is different. They talk about me. I have my back sometimes in my face. And then they don't pay me what I'm worth. My workload increases and still no reason. The disrespect is at an all-time high. God, I'm going to shout my way through this. And you ain't shouting to put on. You shouting to remind God that God, I thank you in the midst of all this, nothing is going to move me outside. Yes. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. See, when you don't have, when it's not situational, it's continual. It's at all times. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. Amen. What God has done for me, I will forever boast in the Lord. Amen. Amen. The things that He's done, my soul always reminds me that I'm going to boast in God. Amen. It reminds me of what God has done. Okay, God, I thank you that that drive by, I should have been dead in 1998, but you kept me. 
I should have been dead in 1988. 85, when the game, they, they, the game fights. Yeah, I should have been dead. I thank you for keeping me. Lord. The humble shall hear them and be glad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all said, oh. Amen. Every day I wake up, my youth is being restored. 
I was in the mall. The guy was like, man, how old are you? I said, how old am I? <laughs> he was just sitting down. How old are you? I said, I'm 53. He said, 53? Man, you look like you're about 23. I said, well, thank God. I, 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 I said, I received that. I thank God. He said, man, no, you don't. Man, you look young. Man, you look vibrant. You don't even dress like you're young. You're full of life. I said, I received. Amen. Yeah. That's God restoring the years. Of all the, the of what, of what I've experienced in the world. And the world be, you know, the people will, you know, the world beats you up if yeah. you're still in the world. Yeah. Even like people, you're 35. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you, you don't say that to them like, like, ooh. You say that like in your, in your inside, you're like, <laughs> Life has been <laughs> to her or to him. You live, you live, you are you out there living. Because you have the battle scars of the world on you. And to be a believer in Christ, when you take on this new nature, he said that behold, all things become new. Yeah, yeah. He ain't saying that you get a new set of hands. New. He said what you used to look like won't appear to others anymore. You Amen. will look different. Yes. Yes. Why do you think people say when they see you, something about you look different? Yeah. <laughs> because when the newness of life comes, he changes what was old about you. Yes. Amen. Y'all see that song? Yes. I sought the Lord. And he heard me tell him, the Lord hears you. The Lord hears you. Yeah. You cry out to him, he hears you, amen? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that good to know? Yes. People, a lot of y'all talking about, well, I've been praying God and asked my prayer. He heard you. <laughs> Just because your, and what has it manifested, has it manifested, don't mean he has not heard you. Yeah. You can still be grateful to God. Because you know, you're grateful knowing that he heard you. Yeah. Oh man, that's good news. And delivered me from all my fears. Some of y'all need to be delivered from all your fears, amen. amen. What are you talking about? That the my, that my past. Some of y'all are so afraid that my past will catch up with me. I sure hope they don't come back around no more. Everybody, and I'm I'm gonna talk about me for a second. I got a few moments on God. I'm not on social media. Why am I not on social media? One was always, I don't need nothing from my past trying to visit my present. I know that's right. That was one of my drawbacks to social media. I'm on social media now. Not as a personal page, but as a ministry. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't help but not be on social media because if you pull up the kingdom of Nancy Mercy, you cannot not see me. You know, my name, my nickname, or whatever my whatever has the affection in it, the, the numbers called, I'm on it. And so I, I understand what it is, and I'm not a, I'm not I'm no longer hindered by old things trying to. I don't do a personal thing because I don't want to. There's certain I don't, you know, some things I don't need to be connected to. Yeah. I always tell people, you want to connect with me, 
Come to the church. Amen. <laughs> you want to reach out to me? Reach out to the church. God bless you. Yeah. Now, you know, stay dogfish. I protect myself and I guard myself from certain things. Yeah. I have to. Mm -hmm. You have to. Yeah. Some of that social media stuff is good, has its place. Some of it is straight out foolishness. I've always told people, you don't even know that I'm in Miami on this day. You don't even know on this day. <laughs> if you want to rob and break in my house, you know, I'm, I'm at the beach sitting back. I got a sweet coladas. I got a bird and daiquiri. I'll need some scripts. Whatever, whatever you need, because I don't need scripts. Whatever, whatever your thing is. Everybody know where you are. Oh, I see you just came back. How was the vacation? That's too much for me. You don't need to know that. Unless I tell you, you don't need to know where I've been. But that's just me. That's just. But there's some. But then people have hang-ups about that, mm -hmm. and people get stuck. That now some people like that. If that's your thing, be wise and how you manage that. Amen. Not telling nobody not to be on social media. That is what I, that's not what I'm saying. I ain't telling nobody to turn off all this social media. We're on social media now. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm not telling you not to be on that. I'm telling you, use the wisdom of God concerning it. And to remain, and use it as a more as an opportunity to minister and be grateful and tell others about what God has done for you. Not allow yourself to be dragged or pulled back into something. Is what I'm saying. Amen. Mm -hmm. First Thessalonians. Chapter 5. Y'all all right? Yes. Y'all sure y'all all right? Yes. Being grateful, amen. Mm -hmm. You want to maintain a grateful heart, especially in this time. So many people are so ungrateful, amen. Mm -hmm. They don't have no gratitude for God, for nothing concerning God. God is a take or leave thing. You can know, you can pick him up, put him down. You can, you know, when he's when he working for you, you know, he like a piece of jewelry when he's shining. You want everybody to know. You want you want to show them all to the world. But when you don't think you know what you want them to do, you put it back in your drawer and you hide them away until he becomes useful. Amen. Amen. Shame on us, man. Yeah. Shame on us. Mm. God is worth more than that. Amen. Y'all at First Thessalonians five, yeah. verse sixteen. Yeah. It says, "Rejoice that more." Amen. We ought to rejoice that. Pray without ceasing. How many of y'all doing that? Mm -hmm. Being grateful. Yeah. You're rejoicing evermore and you're praying without ceasing. Amen. And in everything, giving thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning who? You. Me. Say me. Make it personal. Me, concerning me, who? Me. Concerning me. me. Concerning you. That we are always rejoicing God. Don't let no situation come in your life where you're not rejoicing in God. Amen? Amen. Grateful heart. Some of us have gone through some, 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 some horrific things. God has done some, he's done some wonderful things in our life. Life has happened to all of us. Amen? Amen. Yeah, yeah. We, some of us have lost, uh, lost loved ones. Amen? Amen. Well, I'll speak for me Amen. and my wife. We lost parents. Some of the hardest times in our lives. 
We are grateful, one, because we thank God for certain people who, who were in our lives during those times to help us, to help walk us through life. So we rejoice in those times. Thank you. You all right if I tell Brother Dallas? You okay? You sure? Mm -hmm. No? No? Don't tell it? I'm not talking about this time, I'm talking about last time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we were at a point as um, years ago when we were, we were, we were on the verge of losing our house. Believe us. Give us. Trust God with everything. Working. We had jobs. Well, I, I was just in the transition of a job. And left lost a job, left a job that I was with for um, two years, but nevertheless, God's still good. We were we were on the verge of losing the house. The house is somebody I've been to. We were on the verge of losing that with two small kids at the time. And we had nothing but us and our commitment to God. And then certain individuals who prayed and stood with us concerning God. Our hearts remain grateful. Even throughout the process, we said, God, no matter what happens, we won't stop trusting you. We got to the table with the lawyer and foreclosed, not foreclosed but the, the, the giving up the house, and we told him, we won't stay. We trust God. The guy was looking at us like, <laughs> you know you're on your way out of there, right? <laughs> He's like, you know you're okay, we, we hear what you're saying. We hear what you're saying. And I, I think we I believe we said, go back and ask them will they work with us again. Because we had a we had a, an attorney at the time that was working on some other things for go back and ask them will they work with us. The media. And they went back, and guess what? We still there, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That's been 14 years since that. Double flush years. And God has always shown up. See, it ain't always about your money. It's about your mouth. See, what's your mouth? Can do your mouth can do more than what your money can. When you put your mouth and your when you put your mouth on the word of God and you confess the word, you stand on the word with your mouth, not wavering, knowing that God, I thank you that I trust you. I believe that you will always show up for me. Yeah, no matter what it looks like. Yes. You never stop showing up for us. Our gratefulness. God, whether you do nothing, we know something greater is at hand. See, you gotta start talking like that. See, I but I'm not see I, I hear you. See, I, I, I know I sound hear y'all out there. I'm not telling anybody to default on any loan or anything that you signed your John Henry or your Jane Henry to. Amen. Amen. <laughs> your signature. Whatever you sign, that's your word. Amen. I'm not telling you to go back on your word. I'm telling you that you be integral concerning your word. Amen. God forbid things happen. You stand on the word. Yes. 
to maintain your word. Amen. Amen. Being grateful yeah. allows you to do that, though. Yeah. But when you now you tell me, ah, man, you can come get this thing, man. I don't want it anyway. You wanted it before? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted it before? See, I see people get so bold and so arrogant and so cocky that they drive the cop to the bank, park the cop, take the tag, go everything. Park it in the, yeah, I had a cousin like that. He throw the cop up to the bank. I'm in the car with him. I'm like, where are we going? Y'all been with Cresta? Yeah. I can talk about it because he's gone on and he passed away. He passed away. I told him about it then because I ain't put him, but I ain't calling him no names, standing no blame. So <laughs> he drove up. We riding. He just riding. He got music playing. And then he pulled into a crust stop. I'm like, oh, you get some money out? They had eight years back then. So I'm like, how you gonna get some money out? That cool. Y'all dating some? Y'all know back then they went no ATM way back then. <laughs> and we pulled in the parking lot. He pulled in the front of the bank. He back then. Yeah, you got you leaving a thing in there. I said, nah, what are you going to do? <laughs> oh, somebody here, wasn't they coming? They should be right behind. And showing up, they pull in a few minutes later. He take all his stuff out. He needs certain things in the glove car. He took the trunk and everything. I'm like, take the tags off. I'm like, what you doing? Man, they want to call that bad. They can have it. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I say that. How does, how does that talk about being grateful? When you are grateful, you don't make knee-jerk reaction decisions like that. Mm-hmm. When you're grateful, you trust God to figure out, God, how can we do what we need to do, Jesus? Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing about that. Some things God was never a part of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God told you not to get the car in the beginning. Y'all know that can be true. Some of y'all went to the car dealership. Y'all got a car that God told you, you can't afford that. I'm not in agreement with you in it. Well, I believe. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, called a, that's called a dumb blind faith. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You got that. When you got that young, dumb blind faith, you go do anything. Yeah. Then they got nothing to do with God. Yeah, but you blame it on God. And then when it goes away, you blame that on God. See, that's what, that's what a lot of people are. A lot of people, uh, they have a problem with God because they've done something that God didn't tell them to do, and now they hold it over him. How can you let that be taken from me, God? Talking about the houses. Some people have bought houses that God didn't tell them to go buy. They did it because they wanted the house. I'm not saying that my situation is better than anybody else's situation. No. I, I, God gave us that house. I, that, that, that I know without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. We had a house. We wasn't in the market for a house, but something had happened where we needed to... We had to exit. We had to We had to make... We had to bust a move. And we went... Here's the thing. We sought God in making the move. And how we know it was God, we got the house for far less than what they what it was asking for. Well, that's not true. We paid, the house was on the market for less. And the favor of God was on it. We had to put a lot of, we had to do some work to the house, but we got the house. 
and we've been in it for over 20, almost 20, 25 years. So we thank God for it. But a lot of people do things that God told them not to and blame God. Yeah. I was breaking. I wasn't young and dumb, and 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 not in age, but in spirituality, maturity. There was a thing going around years ago when you go go to the go to the dealership, lay your hand on the car. Tell them this, tell them this your car. <laughs> and this your car, and they, uh, they, they uh, somebody they don't they don't go deal with you. So people want the BMW dealers. All this nonsense. During that time, more, more cars more cars were repoed <laughs> from this from the church you got from the people who you can pull up on you can pull up at church and I see a brand new car. BMW, all kind. And you're like, Jesus. And what will happen is if you're not mature enough, you won't be grateful in what God has blessed you with. You'll start coveting something else, and now you go after something God told you not to go after. That wasn't for you. See, what they didn't tell you is most people who got cars couldn't afford them. And God spoke to them about getting them. It was already moving in their spirit that it's down to time for a new car. But the immature ones ran out, didn't have a pot, a window, <laughs> a door, an attic, a bus token, nothing. So my mind is, God, why would I want a sixty thousand dollar car and I ain't got a I ain't got a job? I'm living at home with my mama. Why would I go put my hand on a car and say that's my car? And they ask, well, how you gonna pay for it? God gonna, God said he gonna provide. <laughs> I remember like it was yesterday, man. <laughs> oh, lesson learned. I'm trying to tell you. But you gotta be grateful, man. I said all that to say is don't get out over your skis. What does that mean, Pastor? Trust God. I'm not telling you not to trust God. I'm telling you to operate with the wisdom of God about choices you make. Be grateful in what God has blessed you with. You don't have to be something that you're not or have something that you don't need to prove to people you have what you don't have. Or that God is, God is, see, people think that God is for me when you got more things. That don't mean nothing. I tell, I tell our children all the time, you live long enough, you'll be able to acquire whatever you want. Amen. God gives you enough time on the clock, you can go get whatever you want. Don't, but you don't have to go running out, getting yourself in the debt, making unholy decisions, compromises with, with people to do something or to have something only for when they got it, when they come a collector, what you going to do? Amen. That's why I said, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Amen. Amen. Psalms 8, 1, 18 and 24. You guys can just write these down. We're going to run through. I'm going to do a couple of scriptures. You guys go back and check them out. Psalms 118.24 tells us this is the day that the Lord has made. Every day you wake up, you should remind yourself that this is the day. Not yesterday, not the, not the next day. This is the day. Well, what happens in this day? Anything can happen in this day. 
concerning the God, the move of God. Amen. My life can change for the good today. Miracles can happen for you, Mass, in this day. This is the only day you have. You don't have tomorrow. You don't have 10 years. You got today. And your very life about what God is saying to you or what the world is trying to say to you will and can change in this day for your good. For you, Savior, all things in this day can change for you. God can play. You got on Arizona Cardinals. God can touch the coach, the president, the owner of the Arizona Cardinals today and, tell, and say your name about football for when you graduate, having many years from now, your name can be on this list. We got to go after this kid. I don't know where he is, but his name is ringing out. And when he, when he reminds you of that, how grateful are you going to be? How grateful are you going to be, Matthew, that you let a moment slip? Don't let a moment slip where you stop thanking God for what he will do and what he's doing in your life. If you're alive, he wants to do something in your life. Amen. I'm sharing that with the both of you because you're, you're the young adults here. That he is, the devil is pulling on you guys. To abort the mission that God has for your life. And the more I hear and see y'all, the less grateful I see a lot of your, 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 your contemporaries. There's no, there's no gratefulness about what God is. Everybody thinks that the moment is the moment and that's it. How do you know that I work in a school system? And I see young people all day, every day, walking around with no expectation of God doing nothing in their lives. I exist because the day is a day. And he called you to do more than exist. There's greatness in both of you. Don't let this world desensitize you to there is a God and his name is Jesus. Don't let him rock you to sleep with foolishness. Because that's what he's doing. And I see it. I tell you, I, I'm trying to take it. If I can play, plug myself in and let y'all see the images that I see all day, every day, five days a week from 8 to 4.30 every day of young people your age walk around as zombies. There's no purpose. There's no gratefulness. And you're not thankful for anything. Why is it so easy to commit crime? Because you're not grateful in where God has you. The enemy wants you to covet what he wants you to believe is what the thing is that you should be seeking and going after. Louis Vuitton, Gucci, whatever the latest or the greatest is, those kind of foolish things. People taking the cars and ran them through sneaker stores, burglarizing and taking everything out. He wants to numb you guys to not be grateful. You are. I look at it and I'm not calling you guys out, so don't think I'm picking on you, but I'm using you guys as object lessons because what people your age group does is you're, they're not grateful. They, now listen, I get it. 
Some children and young people wake up every day finding, and they're not hungry, trying to find food. Mm. I get it. That's not the Old Testament, you know. Yeah. Y'all ain't good. Mm-hmm. It may not be top of the top shelf all day, every day, but you're not hungry. You may desire something different, but you don't have something that you can eat. I get the ones who don't have anything to eat. I understand. The ones who have been turned away by parents or been left to raise their parents as young people. I see it all. I see that too. So I understand. But somebody got to grab them and get to them and let them. There's something still worth hoping and fighting for. And God wants to do that in your lives. See, the ones who experienced it are the ones who should be talking about and testifying of God's goodness. You're not too young to serve God in your youth, to tell others about the goodness of God in your life. Well, I see, how can you start saving and tell me about what's, what's going on in my life when everything's going well in your life? Listen, trust me, you may think everything's going well. I don't have everything that I should have or I want, but I thank God for the things that I have. And if you got on what you got on with your Jordans, you don't have everything you want, but you get what you get. So now let's go about making good about our future. But it starts with today. And that starts with making choices to be grateful. When you are grateful, you don't go around shedding innocent blood. What do you mean, you don't go around trying to take other people's lives? When you are grateful, you are thankful to God for what you have as opposed to what you don't have. Mm-hmm. When you say that, man, but you got what you listen. I, I was there. I told y'all my shoes. I had to put duct tape around. I want some. I, my mother couldn't afford to buy me shoes. Or she, 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 she said she was trying to teach me a lesson. I wore galoshes in the summertime. Y'all know what galoshes is, right? <laughs> the Charlie Brown rubber boots. <laughs> <laughs> Be sweating. Because you couldn't wear socks with them. Because if you wore socks, it was a rat. So the whole summer, I'm walking around with galoshes because the blue tip shoes I had, y'all remember the blue tip? Was talking. Every time you walked, they were talking because the tongue was over the left. They were speaking. So he duct taped them. My auntie, I told y'all the story. And so I walked around the whole summer with that. The one thing that I grew, I knew about that was I said I would never go without shoes again. So that's I made that that, that, came, that came through. I would never be without shoes. I got a closet full, not because I have a shoe thing. It's because I wanted options. You got to tell the truth and the And even in that, I walk, I roll around with shoes that I didn't wear in my trunk of my car. And every kid, when I see kids, I would pull to the side. And when I look at their shoes, hey, what size shoes you wear? Huh, take these. Had them in the box and make sure they were clean. So if they were new, brand new, they were new to them as if they were bought out of the store. I still do it to this day. That's not anything to glorify. I just, that's what God has done in me because of the self-esteem of young people. If your shoes are good, whether I got money in my pocket, I'm good. 
And also, and so I say that because I'm grateful to God. I was, as I grew even in that, I started becoming more and more grateful because that taught me to be grateful. You take care of what you have, you will never go without. And that from that moment on, she never said another word to me about my shoes. Couple of reasons. One, because I was grateful. Two, I did what I needed to do to make sure I always bought my own shoes. <laughs> Thank y'all for marrying Brad. Some of you, John. Yes. I was over at Snyder's on on Avenue coming on A Street. Every paycheck, getting some shoes. Whether they were case quiz, read Bobby, they were something. Feel up, I was getting something. <laughs> but I was grateful yeah. that I had that option. And what I'm telling everybody is, be grateful to God. Let God know just how much you appreciate he, who he is and what he's done. And I said things because people attach themselves to things. But I thank God for saving me more than anything. For bringing me out of darkness and placing me into this marvelous light where I can share the goodness of God. I'm grateful for God. I thank God every day that God, you chose me. And I said yes to you. So let's do this thing together, God. Mm -hmm. Whatever I need to do, God, help me be a better version of who you are. So I may present what you want to do to the people where I will decrease is that you will increase in us. Colossians 3.15. Write that down. Colossians 3.15. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Amen? Amen. Yeah, I'm grateful to God for calling me into this body, and I'm so forever thankful. Amen? Amen. Yeah, he didn't have to do it, but he called me. Amen? Amen. He called you. Are you going to answer the call? Or are you going to keep giving reason why not to? You going to be grateful to God for calling you? You know, the wine is sung a song. Millions didn't make it. But I was one of the ones who did. I'm grateful that I, I, a lot of people died in those streets that when I came up in. But I'm here. I'm grateful, amen? amen. I was no different from them. I was, in some of the, I was in the places where some of them died. But I didn't get shot, didn't get stabbed. I'm still alive, amen? amen. Yeah, it's a cold. That was on my life. And I could have not answered and died, not answering the call, which I'm sure a lot of them did. But I said yes, amen. amen. And I'm forever grateful. A lot of people always think, well, I don't, I don't have a lot of things. Here's what I would tell you something that would be down there. Why would God show you anything and not give it to you? Mm. Some of y'all are dreamers. He speaks to you and he comes to visit you in your dreams. Why would he show you anything concerning your future and not give it to you? Mm -hmm. Gotta be grateful. Amen. Everybody think God is just is in here. He will show you your future and not want you to experience it. Amen. The Israelites, a lot of them didn't get in the promise land because they were complaining. They didn't want because. They weren't supposed to go in there. When you're grateful, 
Man, you go, you ready? Like, okay, I'm going in. It took longer because they weren't grateful. They they wandered around for forever. Something that was supposed to take daily, two days. They ended up 40 years because they could complain. They were not grateful. Some of y'all are in your promised land because you're not grateful. God told you to do something. He said I was going to provide all the provision was there. This was, um, I laid it out for you. I can't do that. You know who's going to talk about me? You know who will say this about me? You know who ain't? They, they ain't going to come. Listen, if, we, if I would have not started with the ministry that God has called, they ain't going to come, God. You want me to start a ministry? They ain't going to show up. Even when we first got started, there was two people but three. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, four. <laughs> one didn't come because one was virtual. <laughs> I ain't gonna say, look, I ain't caught on there standing no man. Who said it'd be me? Chuck with nobody. I ain't said it'd be But yeah, there was two who came in, there was, there was four of us. That was it. <laughs> in the building. Oh, okay. And if I would have gotten discouraged about the promise of God yeah. and not be grateful about the call of God, I would have got so focused on it's only it's only four. God, you ain't did you really say it? Did you really call me? See, grateful, ungratefulness causes you to second guess God. Yes. Isn't God, you didn't say that. Now I now nah, I heard wrong, and then you then you're coming back and you're trying to justify. What's going on? God, I trust you in it, God. It's for today, but it's going to be 40 tomorrow. Yeah. Amen. Whenever that 40 is, or that tomorrow is, then after the 40, it's going to be 400. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. See, this is what I'm saying to God. Okay, God, I hear you. So then after the 400, 4,000. Yeah. After the 4,000, 40,000. Yeah. You keep going up past me. Why? Because God keeps going up. <laughs> And it's not about the numbers. It's about the life yeah. of the people <laughs> that need to be touched, that need to be restored. Because see, people, people need God more than they ever did even before. Yes, amen. Church people need God yes. more than ever before. Why is that, Pastor? Because they're just there. A lot of people aren't vested. People hide in church. Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah, how can you hide in church and not be grateful? Because you become religious. It's about dressing up and showing up. It's not about receiving. A lot of people don't want to receive. A lot of people want to show up and, 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 and get FaceTime, but a lot of people are in church with their ears closed and their spirits shut. I can reverse it. Their spirits shut and their ears closed. How about that? <laughs> Most people don't want to receive nothing if it don't tickle my fancy. If I ain't promising you when you walk outside, there's going to be four, five, whatever's out there that's going to be like, you be like, whoa. Then I ain't, I ain't preached the message. Most people don't want to hear about being delivered. <laughs> Being set free. 
being graceful. Most people want to hear me tell or hear people, preachers tell them, you got a blessing coming to you. And don't tell you, no matter what life you're in, you're going to be blessed. Are you crazy? I'm not going to be irresponsible. Amen. I'm not going to drive this car drunk. Yes. Well, what kind of you talking about, Pastor? This ministry of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not going to be intoxicated by everything that's going on about the promises of good things when I'm not going to teach you the word. Amen. Here's my word for you. Get your tail lined up with the word of God. Amen. Before it's too late. You won't be shipwrecked because of me. You're going to be shipwrecked because of you. Your inability to hear the word. And not just hear. After you've heard, apply the word of God to your life. Amen? Amen. Let me get out of here on this scripture. Y'all don't like me right now. I say, I'm going to say my welcome. Amen. <laughs> Psalms 103.
There's no, there's no evil in God. Amen. Amen. Don't let the right tell you God. He satisfies you with good things. So when good things happen, He satisfies you. God is showing up in your life. Amen. Amen. Your youth will be renewed like the eagle. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all got to say, my youth. My youth. It won't be renewed. Speak that evidence over your life. My youth. My youth. will be renewed like the eagle. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm young. I'm youthful. I can go. Look, I have the life of God in me to go do whatever God has called me to do. My youth is renewed. Amen. You don't. Look, you don't have mama. You don't have to give up now. Your youth is being renewed. Amen. Go be whatever you got. Well, you old. Now nah, the devil is like, I can go do whatever God called me to do. I got the life of God on the inside. Amen. My youth is being tormented. I know you guys are. Come on. <laughs> you forget? Forget. You say? No, I heard you. I thought you were talking to me. You want Linda? You want to say what I'm sure what God is here with you? Hi. Right here. Lori. Lori. Hi, Lori. Hi. I just said you next one. I was in line before earlier and she was like, I'm going to be Hey, Lori. 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 Hey, Everybody here, she do they become her friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Lord, that's the anointing that's in her hands that we prayed about. That God is Jesus, she's not just the call to do hair. As she's touching, as she's touching their hair, she's ministering as well. And to know that is gonna gonna yield you not just great financial reward, but spiritual reward too. And you know there'll be a, there'll be a moment at a time then where you can minister mm -hmm. Jesus Christ to them mm -hmm. as you're doing the hands of you, running uh, uh, people to the body of Christ as well. And we thank you for, for introducing people to your ministry, to your pastor, to uh, your prophet. We thank God for you for introducing people that there will be more souls. Yeah. Well, we already told you. I already told you what happened. That yeah. the location is uh, yeah. we called out. We got a, we got a, a location in the property for. Kingdom of God was the kingdom. Kingdom of his God. Kingdom of his <laughs> Oh, yeah. I know it's a kingdom of something, but it's a kingdom of his God. So, yeah. We got you. So, go on and tell Lori what God said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for now, yes. I can't say what may be soon, but I'm going to close out, sir. You're cute. <laughs> okay. You're close out, sir. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'm happy to see that. I'm just going to make sure you're going to close that too. Okay, I'll do it. All right, you're on you. Okay. Um, <laughs> I love him. I love him. <laughs> but, Lori, um, when you, there's there's some wealth in your hands Ooh, that God wants shit. to release. There's some things he wants to restore in your life. And you are not here by happenstance. Like, you needed to come today. God, you needed this. Yes, Lord. You needed this. And God's going to restore some things in your life. I see some things that have been broken and even damaged. 
but God's going to restore your life, not just your life, but your soul. This message was for you. 